Good morning. I really want to thank you for tuning in with Keep the Faith Elevated with Ashley Brown on this morning. I just want to really share what, you know, the Lord placed on my heart today. And I was at a place this morning of working and really self-reflecting and getting before the Lord. And I started to really think about what it really means to love ourselves. And you know, I created a manual, which was over a year ago, and it was called Loving Yourself During the Process of Elimination. And it goes with one of my programs. And I was really, you know, I God brought it back to my remembrance of this. And so when I was on today, what was placed on my heart is how many times are we at a place where we don't love ourselves? And I started to think, and I'm going to speak, you know, for myself here, many times, even growing up, I mean, to be truthful, it's about over two years ago is when I really started to love myself. See, even when I came back to the Lord almost nine years ago, even when I got to a place of, of, of just even when so much joy was in my life, I was not at a place where I love myself. And what I found out is when you begin to love yourself, you begin to want the very best for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what happens during this process of elimination? What happens when you have to let so much go so you can grow? What happens when there's so much around you that can become toxic, but you got to get to a place where you're like, I'm going to sever these ties in Jesus mighty name. And what happens when you're not loving yourself? So I was really at a place today of thinking and just remembering even how many times. And if you think about this, many times we'll jump through hoops. We'll do what we'll go above and beyond to please others. We'll compromise all truth. We'll sell, you know, begin to self-sabotage. We'll creep in even to ourselves, into our lives because we want to be in that place to see so much joy and happiness in others sometimes. But why not go after getting to a place where we're really truly loving ourselves. And on today, this is what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about it because when we don't love ourselves, it shows, it shows in how we respond. It shows in what we're attracted to. It shows in how we, we move forward. It shows there is evidence. There's traces of it when we're not truly loving ourselves. And see, during this process, even with the Lord, what the Lord has done for me, he has me at a place of, you know, exercising now, eating right, really getting this weight off, you know, because many times we, we get over the years, we know what we're supposed to do, but you know, we don't, we don't set our minds to going after it and we don't become intentional at times in life. Everyday stresses get by and then we start to neglect ourselves, even when we know to do better. So the Lord's really been dealing with this. And so that's why I'm thankful that I'm even able to create such a program because I'm actually walking through it myself. And it's amazing. And see, uh, God gets all the credit, but what do you do? What are the steps to this? What, how do you, how do you even get to a place where you do know you truly love yourself? These are some questions you have to ask yourself. Are you settling for things? Are you at a place where you're just, you know, you're, you're sitting empty, too tired to leave to evolve? Are you settling? Are you allowing certain things to keep happening? Is it that re repeated cycle of, of coming around every day, every time, every same time of every year? Is it a vicious cycle? What is it? I, I mean, these are questions we have to ask ourselves. So one of the things I found out even this, and this is what I, I'm, I'm coaching about too at times, is that you have to confront yourself. You have to get to a place where you're like, okay, where is my breaking point? 
Do I need to go to my breaking point? Because many times in that breaking point is when you we really cry out to God is when we really get to a place we can either go destructive in a way where we give up, we quit, we allow the enemy to reign. We, we don't want to move. We don't want to, we get paralyzed or we get ourselves to a place where we're like, okay, something's got to change. Something's got to change. And that's where my mindset began to begin when God's, when I started to let God in again, and that's where my mindset started to go, but it was not a quick fix. See, sometimes we mask things up and, and, and we, we cover things up and we don't understand that there's always, everything gets brought to the light, even pertaining to ourselves. So when something isn't right, we can convince everybody else we can paint that pretty picture if we want to, but when we get in front of the mirror and when we really get, you know, real with self and we're only left with ourselves at times, you know, when everything else is quieted down, you know, you got the kids in bed, your your spouse is in bed, you got no one else is around, you know, you don't have to work, you're not doing this and that, but you're left with you in front of the mirror. That is the moment when that those traces of residue start to pop up. Those feelings of not feeling worthy, those feelings of 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 having that low self-esteem or having that 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 shame, that guilt, that inability to see how beautiful you really are and how God has created you literally to be in the likeness of his image. And God has designed you and he makes no mistakes. But so many times when we don't love ourselves, this is why I'm sitting here at a place and I'm like even teaching my daughters now, like, listen, from the very beginning, even from when we have our children, when we birth out our children, when God gives us that blessing, when their babies start, even when you're pregnant with them, start speaking life, even, you know, speak, they can hear, start speaking life them. We got to learn to love ourselves. It isn't a, um, you're not born with that love for yourself. I'm telling you that you have to learn. It has to be developed. And even when it's portrayed to be like, man, she really loves herself. There's still some hidden, hidden traces of, of not loving self. Some people just can cover it up more. But when you truly love yourself, you want the best for yourself. And that's where the Lord positioned me today. I'm on here to encourage us. Whoever's on here, I'm even encouraging myself. Yes, we have to encourage ourselves. We have to be transparent with ourselves. I'm like, Lord, listen, help me to love myself daily better. Don't ever get content with, oh, I love myself. No, we're constantly growing in the father. There are things that God is doing. I'll speak for myself. I'm, I'm at a place where I'm like, Lord, take everything that is not of you out. Take it out. I'm sending it to, to the fire to die in Jesus mighty name. Get to the, the inner me of the things that have become, uh, you know, attached that don't belong. And at having that daily con, uh, uh, consecration is important. It really is. And I had to get real with myself. And I, it's a blessing that I can just be able to talk about these things now and be transparent about it because it was not easy. And it's not easy, especially when you're working on yourself, you confront yourself, you're getting to a place where you, you even are trying to, you know, teach, coach certain things, do certain things. It, it takes a lot of, of dedication and it takes a lot of being able to stand firm and anchored in the Lord during the process of it. So on today, I want to encourage somebody to really think about, do you love yourself? 
And are you loving yourself during this process of elimination? Because something's got to go. Listen, think about this. You have so much fuel. You might have things and I'm just going to use this as an example today. You may have so much in your house. You may have, it may be in a particular room, in your, in your cupboards, in your cabinets, whatever. You have so much and it begins to be stuffed and you have no more room to put anything else. What happens? We, we hear about it all the time when you say, oh, we got to do spring clean and oh every every time a season change let's let's put that old season's clothes and and different things away and let's bring out what is for this season so what i'm saying is that many times we have so much that have cluttered us that we have kept and hold uh, held on to everything latched on to everything and when god wants to to refill us up and and attach the good things and and the blessings there's no room so we have to make room in those moments we have to become clutter free, not in our mind, in our body. And see, God was really dealing with me with this on today. We have to get balance within self. So that incorporates not just what do we physically look like, our physical body, which is supposed to be that temple. How, how's the temple for the Holy Spirit? We're supposed to treat our bodies as a temple, our bodies as a whole, not just our mind, but, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually, everything and combined. Our mind, body, and soul, we're supposed to be in that alignment, but it's not easy, especially when we're going through some things. So I think it's amazing. See, God's love is so great. And when we understand that he loves us, even in the the wrecked state that we're in at many times, even when we're in our sin, even when we're doing this and we're doing that and we're making our mistakes, He, there's nothing that can change and separate the love of God from us. But until we understand it and know that God wants us to love ourselves too. And it's important. See, when you learn to love yourself, you can begin to train others to love you in that right way as well. Because when you get to a place where you're like, I'm not settling for nothing. I'm not allowing certain things to come at me and and to approach me in a certain way. Then you begin to teach those and attract those that only want the best for you too. See, the enemy knows when you're suffering in in your confidence. The enemy knows when you just will latch on to anything. The enemy knows when you're at a desperate place and you're trying to just make it in the day and you need something. You need that validation from people or or places or things. You need something that because you're you're not even even tapping into what God has already provided because we're we got our mindset on the temporary fixes. And see, God's what broke me down with this, and he really, you know encouraged me how to get away from the temporary fix and go after the permanent fix. And that's one of the groups that I'm starting. It's called permanent fix. And what it is doing is that you're not good. You're at a place where you're not settling for the the, the temporary fixes. You're not settling for what appears to be a solution. But as soon as something happens, as soon as you let your guard down, then here comes the traces of residue. Here comes a, a trigger that is set off by the enemy. And then before you know it, full disclosure comes forth. And then you get to a breaking point and you want to quit. But if you have that and go after a mindset at first uh, for permanent change and get patient in the process of development, you're going to have that everlasting change. But learning to love you while you're getting better, learning to love you even in your messy ways. 
and I'm speaking for myself. Do you we sometimes we want to beat up ourselves many times when we're doing the wrong thing and we become aware of it. You know, that conviction hits us. And then here we go trying to, you know, get to a place where we allow the enemy to condemn us in those moments. But God isn't sending the condemnation. He's getting us to a place where winds of conviction come in and we're like, okay, something got to change. If it's not for me, I got to change for those, although we should change for ourselves, but we got to understand the assignment is greater and the souls that are attached to us or, or, or even the bigger picture, really, this isn't even about us. So becoming selfless in that moment of even be able to confront self, to get in order, to get in alignment, to put in the work, because it's not just for us. It's for those attached to us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I had to look at it like that. I'm like, my, I got four daughters. I have, you know, two sisters. I have two nieces about, you know, three, you know, I have nieces. I have cousins. I have, you know, family members. I have certain things that the Lord has assigned me to do and to, to go through it, to show, to be the evidence of not to convince. See, I'm not called, we're not called to convince anyone. And that sometimes is a problem that we get. We think we, everybody got to believe what we believe or everybody got to know it right now. But see, God isn't calling us to convince, but he's calling us to be the evidence. So if we're going to be the evidence that we're, if we're going to be that example, if we're going to walk and operate in excellence, if we're going to be at a place where we really make changes and we really show what it's like to even be a, a, a person and, and to be connected and be a child of God. It's important that we really represent him well. And if how are we going to represent him well if we don't love ourselves? We want we go after loving everybody else, but we're missing the important key, the most important ingredient. And it's not selfish to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, there's going to become a weakness. There are cracks and crevices that the enemy will use at, and it becomes a dissatisfaction. It becomes a disadvantage. It's a disservice to those that we're even helping. We got to get whole first. Hallelujah. So this is what the Lord placed on my heart today. I'm going to be on here probably about seven more minutes, but thank you for once again for tuning in. But this is where I want us to, you know, I'm really trying to encourage us on today and knowing that God loves you just the way you're at, even in your imperfections, even in the, the, you know, the, the ways that still need to be changed. He still loves you. He's meeting you where you're at. God met me where I was at. And listen, it was not at a good place. It was that brokenness. It was that, you know, where pride was suffocating. It was that where just being numb and being at a place where I didn't think I needed help or even realize because I was in such a routine of doing everything for everybody else that I began to neglect myself. And even to this day, it, it's a constant it's a um, constant, you know, effort that has to be put in to learn to take care of me. I, if I don't take care of me, I can't take, I can't be most effective in taking care of everybody else. And that is a hard pill to swallow sometimes. That's a hard thing to confront. Because when you get caught up in a routine and you're used to doing something for everybody and you don't even leave a moment of time for that self-care, for that self-reflection, for that midweek check-in of your heart, of your mind, how are you doing? Ask yourself that. There is nothing wrong. Get in front of the mirror and ask yourself on today, are you okay? Where have you become, where have you been neglecting yourself? 
Where have you not loved you enough? Why is it that you need somebody else to love you, but you don't even love you? Because if you loved you, you wouldn't even accept those that sometimes try to love you. Because you would know it's a toxic kind of love. It's something that needs to be severed. And you wouldn't be so quick to jump to every everything that is fed in your direction. And you take some time and you pray on it. Is this, Lord, is this you or is this the enemy? Is this you or is this my soulish self coming up that's not whole? Or is it my flesh that's trying to self-sabotage? These are questions we have to ask ourselves. And see, the Lord has really dealt with me about this. But learning to love you is so important. It's important. When you don't love you, it shows. Our kids can see it. Those around us can tell. There's traces of it. Sometimes we're not aware of it. But there is evidence of it. That's why we have to be the evidence. And we have to instill you a positivity. We have to instill life. We have to speak life. Even when we don't feel like it. We have to go after the necessary steps. So it's the first point, And I'm just going to share a couple things more. And I'll get off here this morning. But the first thing we have to realize is... Are we at our breaking point or are we currently in a breaking point here? Have we been broken before the Lord? Are we at a place where we feel like we're jumping? We're on that ledge about to tip over, about to fall, about to hit. Our purpose is about to die. This is I'm saying when we're going through it, are you at that place? Ask yourself and then say, or do you want to settle with that? Or do you want the peace and the joy that the Lord provides? Or do you want to go after what you really been sent here to do? God did not get us here to be at a place where we're just existing. This beautiful breath that he gave us even on today. Thank you, Father, for that. We got to thank him. We got to acknowledge him. Relationship is important, even while you're learning to love yourself. Because the best example of love is how God loves us, how Jesus loved us. Enough to die for us. He died for those that didn't even accept him. And still to this day, knowing, you know, that is love, true love. Can you die to yourself today in order to get that love for you really to come up? Can you die of them old ways? Can you put them to the side and understand that God's meeting you where you're at and he will wipe that slate clean and it's nothing you got to go back on the repeat button for? The only thing you, uh, you have to go back is, is to testify to what God brought you through. Praise him, worship him. Yes, self-reflect. But you don't got to sit in the mistakes you made. Focus on loving you because the only reason I brought that up is when we sit in our past mistakes and we wallow in that pain and we justify why we don't love ourselves because we don't even think we're worthy to love ourselves because we done done too much. Then we that is also a limitation that's restricting us of our freedom. We're bound to those past mistakes. God don't want that for us, but furthermore, we shouldn't want that for us. So it's time to get that mindset of, okay, I really got to really, you know, break it down to myself today. Is it my breaking point? Am I at a place where I'm ready to confront why I didn't love myself? And see, loving self is something, it's a daily sacrifice. 
because you got to love yourself enough not to put something inside your body that isn't good. I'm speaking in that. God's dealing with me about that. that being intentional with the foods that I'm eating. Being intentional with getting exercise. Being intentional with the relationships that I keep. Being intentional with how I speak. How I carry myself. What I do. What Every step of the day. Every day I need to represent him well. Not for just the uh, gratification and validation of man. But so that I could please my father. And see, when you learn to love yourself during the process of elimination, it takes the pressure off of these unrealistic expectations. You begin to get yourself at a place where you get that reality check, but you also understand what needs to step out of the way, what needs to take place. And then you get really confident in those movements in faith. You need the faith. You need to work that measure of faith. You got to get in the word. You got to do some things. It's not being too spiritual. It's the truth. You got to get in the word. You got to water and get to a place. God will water a thing, but you got to get to a place where you're motivated to work the measure and increase it. And you got to get in his word. You got to get in his presence. You got to do some things. You got to get in a place of prayer. You got, there are requirements, daily duties that are sacrifices that aren't easy. But if you learn to maximize the valuable time and not waste any second of the day, you're going to fill yourself up and you're going to be able to get rid of the clutter. Free your mind of some things. Allow God's deliverance to take place. Allow that healing to come in. Get that new heart provided. Respond different. Respond more quickly, more effectively. As God's working during that process, you still can love you even in that mistake. Even in the way that maybe procrastination has been a problem. You got to slay that in Jesus mighty name. Maybe it's been just, you don't want to go and confront self, but you're like, man, I got to, there's too much dependent on me. I got too many people waiting on me. See, we got our, these souls that are connected us on hold. We got our father on hold. When we choose not to respond, we have them on hold. Why do we think it's okay to have our father on hold? We don't have all day. We don't know the hour, the time that we're going to get sent home. We don't know the time that God's going to take us up out of here or allow that to happen. So why don't we take advantage of every second that we have and learn to maximize our valuable time and to put a daily effort at all times and know that our peace is available. God is, heaven is open within arm's reach. We can reach down and pull down and really get some things that God has provided, but we do have to remove some of this clutter. We have to make room for him to fill us back up. We can't have one thing and not the other. It has to be complete. So I want to encourage somebody on today. Ask yourself, confront yourself. Do you love you? And as you're getting to a place where you're trying to do better, you're doing the things you may say, okay, well, I do. I I, I have a relationship with God or I, you know, I'm physically fit. I'm working out. I'm eating right. Okay. Well, how is your mind today? Ask yourself or is anxiety consuming you? I know all about that. I, I, I suffered from anxiety for over 10 years. And, and when God delivered me of that, And there's not a day that goes by that I don't have to be reminded of the steps to make sure that the enemy can't send that back. 
Because when we get in a place and see, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm going to speak for my personal experience is that I was at a place where I, and God still deals with me with this. It's a daily process, but of, I was trying to control everything. Didn't want help. Didn't want to delegate responsibilities. Wanted to do everything. Worried about everything. And then I wonder why I actually would allow cracks to be formed and the enemy played on those strings because I was not resting in the father. I did not release the control. I did not say, God help me. But let me tell you something on this morning. When I cried out to the father and I said, father, help me. I need help when I humbled myself when in my broken, most broken state. I was all messed up, begging the father to spear my life. And when he stepped in, oh, it wasn't, I didn't become perfect because there's no one is perfect, but he changed me from that moment. And it was a daily pro progress that had to be made. It was the baby steps that saved me because before you know it, when you're stepping, crawling through that broken glass, you're then you're, you're taking leaps, you're taking bounds. You can turn, you don't even want to turn back. But if you did turn back, you would see a long, long road. You wouldn't be able to see where you used to be because you're so focused and centered on the truth and where God has taken you that you're motivated to move, that you don't get lost in anything else. So when God saved me and delivered me from anxiety, you know, no longer did I have to blow in a paper bag. No longer did you see me making endless trips to the ER because I thought I was having a heart attack. No, sometimes it's in our broken place where we get our healing. Many times. And I'm thankful to God. I'll testify to that. That's why I give him all the glory and credit. That's why I'm passionate about certain things. That's why I'm not giving up regardless of the enemy. That's why I stand firm on his word because I know what his word provided for me. And everyone isn't going to get this and that's okay. But if you're on here and you're at a place, man, I need change. I need to learn to love myself. I need to understand what God loves about. You can, he's going to meet you. Open up your mouth. Understand. Don't be si suffering in silence anymore. Open up your mouth. Confront even if no one else understands it. God is not going to leave you or forsake you. Get right in front before him. Now, wherever you're at, if you feel that, you need to go before him and cry out for help. He's going to do it. But don't look for a quick fix. Because you want everlasting change. Get your mindset to, oh, it's going to be some hard work. It's going to be some, some endless nights. It's going to be some long days. It's going to be some, a lot of things are going to, it's going to cost me. It's going to be a sacrifice. But in the end, it's worth it. It's so much worth it than being back in that original state where we weren't supposed to be. It's so much worth it going and holding up the cross and going towards in this narrow path and, and moving regardless of the circumstance. It's so much better being the evidence in the earth, representing him well. That's when you really got the victory because the victory is already provided. But so many times we, we slip that victory to the side and we question God and here comes a deceptive seed growing within us. And then we ain't being evidence. Because we're allowing everybody else sway us in this and that direction. But when we understand and we know 
and we know that God wants the best for us and we begin to want the best for us, that's when the enemy really is defeated. That's when you got the victory. But even when you got the victory, because it's already provided, you have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to maintain that, to hold that position, to not drop it, to keep our faith showed up, to have every fruit of the spirit in us. There are requirements. So if you got, you say, I got it physically, I'm physically in shape. Okay. How's your mind today? How's your heart today? How you doing? And it's okay if it's not. Be real with self. God already searched our heart. He already knows the truth. But sometimes we got to tell ourselves the truth. Stop going after the temporary fix and go after the permanent fix. Go after the everlasting change. And once you can confront it and get to that breaking point and really say enough is enough, then you got to work every day and you got to learn. You got to educate yourself in the things that you're supposed to be doing, what you're supposed to be in, which how you're supposed to be going about your day. How do you create the balance? Get a plan. Put that plan in place. Implement it. Work hard every day. This ain't being given to you. You got to work for it. So I'm about to get off here, but I want to encourage, I pray this encourage you today to really learn to love you and get to that place. Get to it. Don't, it doesn't matter if you have to crawl. It doesn't matter if you have to drag yourself. Just start, just begin, begin somewhere and trust and, and go. And if you're on here and you're like, man, I don't know the Lord, but I, all you have to do it is is literally confess that Jesus is the Lord and know in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you're going to be saved. You can go on Romans and read all about that, but don't get content with being saved. Don't hide behind being saved. Be at a place where you go higher and you get a strengthened relationship and you put in the necessary steps and you go to work and you be the evidence because it's going to change those that are connected to you. It's going to have a difference. It's going to have impact. And it's going to be satisfying. So I pray you have a blessed morning. I pray that the father fills you up. I pray that if you don't know him, that you experience him like you've never experienced him before. I pray that you know that you can love you and that God loves you and that whatever it is you're experiencing, whatever, whoever hurt you, whoever left you, whoever abused you, whatever has happened to you, that God's love is enough to get you through to moving and knowing what your true worth is and moving and knowing where you really belong and knowing that you can testify to this once you get through it, once you, you allow and get in the palm of his hand. There's so much for you to testify to because it's not even when we get delivered and we go through our, our deliverance and healing, it's not for us to keep for ourselves in the remembrance or just for those that are close to us. No, we, it's for us to talk and to testify and to share and, and to get the word out because God is real. So be encouraged today. Thank you for tuning in with Keep the Faith Elevated with Ashley Brown. Um, if you have any questions, uh, you can reach me at keepthefaithelevated at gmail.com. I'll be, I'll definitely answer any questions you may have. If you want prayer, whatever it is, if you're interested in any of the programs that I may have, I can set up a consultation with for that. I do have, uh, 